B2B Marketing Podcast. My name is Lucy Gilman. I'm Deputy Editor at B2B Marketing and I'll be your host. I'm joined today by Just Global's Brandon Friesen to discuss playing the long game during an economic downturn by investing in brand and full funnel marketing. In this episode, we'll unpack some of the key findings from B2B Marketing and Just Global's recent report about why Pipeline's secret weapon is full funnel marketing and how you can prove it. First things first, Brandon, could you tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Just Global? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, Lucy, and I uh, appreciate being here having a discussion with you today. Um, so yeah, I'm Brandon Friesen. I'm the CEO of Just Global. We're an independent B2B agency, and we're all about building extraordinary business relationships uh, for brands in the market. So about myself, I've worked in uh, with B2B tech brands for over 30 years now, Um so I guess I'm not not quite a spring chicken, but I've seen plenty in this market. And thankfully, I have a really amazing global team around me and uh, who more often than not makes great magic happen for clients. Um, I was uh, actually born in Canada, but grew up on the East Coast of the U.S. I've lived in the U.K. a couple times, uh, a couple of stints in my life. Uh, but now I'm a, I'm a San Francisco Bay Area transplant. I've been out here for about 26 years, which is crazy. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess outside of uh, the B2B world, the best thing in my life is my family, wife, two teenagers. And, uh, you know, we have good times and uh, and uh, we're dealing with rain again right now, like 30 days of rain in the Bay Area. But uh, all good. God, amazing. Whereabouts in the UK did you live? Uh, in London. Lived in London. Best city on earth, two if stands. I say so myself. <laughs> Anyway, to kick things off, so just to put things really simply, what role does full funnel marketing play in ensuring sustainable growth and why should marketers focus on it going into a recession? Yeah, so um, full funnel marketing plays uh, a, a really important role in growth. Um, you know, is, is you enter a downturn, playing the long game is really important. I think it's important to also acknowledge the short game there's a, there's a lot of um, pressure right now uh, on marketing teams. You know, we've seen the data and the B2B purchase process keeps getting longer and longer. Um, but that said, during a downturn, we've seen that the brands who invest in a greater share of voice relative to their share of market, they accelerate coming out of those downturns more than their competition. And, um, you know, I also think full funnel enterprises that um, really think about that total addressable market that they're going after and engage with them um, at times where sales cycles are getting longer. It's really important that they're complementing that demand gen and performance activity if they want to grow both in the short term and in the long term coming out of a downturn. Great, amazing. And now, optimistically, our research shows that 97% of the B2B marketers we surveyed recognize the importance of full funnel marketing. And for every single one of that 97%, they say that this is thanks to the impact it has on customer lifetime value. Similarly, 91% say that full funnel marketing helps create really trusting, confident customer relationships. Now, we obviously saw the importance of trust and happy customer relationships shine through during the pandemic. But what about the recession? Do you think that we'll see full funnel marketing shoot to the top of any smart marketer's agenda? 
Yeah, I, I hope so, Lucy. It, it really has to be if, if brands and companies want to be successful. You cannot simply, in a market like this, you can't simply just go generate a bunch of leads um, and names into your database if you want to be successful. Marketing um, now, not just out of the pandemic, in a recession, this, is, this has been transforming over the past five to 10 years. Marketing plays a more vital role now in building customer relationships than it ever has before. Right. We've all seen the data. 80% of the purchase process takes place prior to sales contact. Uh, most enterprise buyers prefer rep-free experiences. And this is only increasing as new generations come into play. That means that digital and marketing play a critical role in building those relationships. And relationships are ultimately what create customer lifetime value, right? It's not just about that conversion. It's about that ARR, that annual recurring revenue, and that customer sticking with you over the long haul. So do you think that full funnel marketing, one of the key benefits to it is that ARR, like you say, that not just that one time sign the deal, done they don't resign it's that really regenerative growth and constant flow of you know cash coming in yeah absolutely if, if all you're trying to do is is generate leads and mqls that's very transactional in in the world we live in today which is so digital first um you you have to stay constantly stay in front of your audience in front of your your target accounts your target market and digital is obviously a, a key way to do that. Yes, in-person is important. We've seen uh, the rise of things like experiential, especially in markets like APAC. Um, we see it. We see um, things like live events playing big roles in North America and EMEA. But digital is where people spend a majority of their time. And so... Yeah, that that's why it's it's so important to be able to build relationships in this virtual world we all live in, right? Like, how many people do you know found their partners um, virtually, right? People buy cars cars now virtually. I know people who've bought a house that never never went and physically visited it, right? They that all it was all a, a visual experience. So yeah, if um, if you're going to build relationships in today's world, you, digital has to be a core part of that. Amazing. Now, our research paints somewhat of a less optimistic picture when it comes to full funnel marketing in terms of budget. Half of the B2B marketers we survey dedicate 70% or more of their budget on demand and lead gen, and this is only set to increase as we enter the recession. On the other hand, full funnel marketing is set to take even more budgetary blows. So what does this say to you for the future of B2B marketing entering a recession? Yeah, um, it says something's broken. Mm. It says something's broken, right? Look, we we love lead gen, we love demand gen, we love performance marketing, but doing that alone is a is a short-term, is a short-term play. And, and what is broken is that most marketers measure the short-term impact um, of their campaigns and their efforts way too much. And it's often because of the pressure that's put on them from the business. So it's often not their fault. But it, you know, so many times it comes down to like that quarterly performance. Did we hit our lead goals? Did we hit our MQL goals? Did we hit our SQL goals? And even often pipeline impact is looked at on a quarterly basis. Yet in B2B and enterprise sales, 
these are nine to 12 months uh, purchase processes, right? And in downturns, these sales cycles are only getting longer. So the lens of success needs to change. And you have to start to separate what are your leading indicators of success versus those lagging indicators of true business success. So, you know, obviously your leading indicators, did we generate the leads we needed to, the MQLs, the SQLs, did we get those in the pipe? But you better be looking at those lagging indicators. How are our conversion rates changing over time? Are SQLs converting to op or op converting to close one deals? How's, how's that changing? What's the impact on pipeline? What's the impact on revenue? And again, if you're having a nine, 12 month sales cycle and you're measuring things on a three month basis, it's not going to equate. So you're going to start to make poor decisions in what you're doing with your budgets and your, in your dollars. So I don't know. I think a lot of times, um, you know, it, I hate to throw out acronyms like CAC, right? Customer acquisition cost. But when you're looking, th these are vital metrics that marketers have to look at. And when you're looking at these metrics, you have to look at a blend of that full funnel activity. You have to look at it together, not separately. Not, oh, we had upper funnel activity over here and our down funnel over here. I think it's critical to look at those things as a, as a blended number to start to be able to um, build a foundation for some of that you know, leading and lagging uh, indicator of success in marketing. Amazing. As we yeah. explore in the report, third-party research demonstrates that although demand and lead gen will deliver the goods, this is simply just quick wins. And long-term strategies like full-funnel marketing and investing in brand is really what sees marketers weather the storm. So what lies in stores for companies during a downturn who prioritize demand and lead gen at the cost of full-funnel marketing once we come out of the recession are these companies just destined to fall behind and never catch up? Or is that too much of a dramatic way to look at things? <laughs> well, I think uh, it's a dramatic world we live in and dramatic <laughs> things are happening. So a little bit of uh, drama is okay. But you know, if you look at history, right? If you look at what history tells us, it tells us that um, if you are not investing properly in marketing, if you're not looking at full funnel, you're not going to grow as fast as you're, competitors. And um, and then you are not, especially coming out of a downturn, that growth is not going to accelerate um, at the rate of your competitors. So destined to fail, I don't know, destined to fall behind, absolutely. And um, look, it's th these are tough discussions, right? CMOs and marketing teams are in hard positions. You know, they really have to have the trust of the C-suite and the board um, and they really must be able to convince them that, look, we can't just look at short term um, demand metrics. It's not best for the business. We have to look um, long term, but it's it's not easy. And I think just jumping off what you said about that difficult conversation with the C-suite and that people are in hard positions, I think it's all well and good discussing the benefits of full funnel marketing, but that's somewhat eclipses the reality, which is that marketers are under pressure to do more with less and under pressure to deliver quick wins and demand and lead gen can give them that. So how can market how can marketers resist the sway of short termism and really have the you know the confidence to invest in long-term strategies like full funnel marketing that may not see an immediate financial an immediate yeah. effect. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it needs to start in the top at, at the top, and it needs to start with those at the CMO level and in those boardrooms. Um, you know, and there needs to be a very strong short and long term plan put in place when it comes to actually then going and activating and, and delivering on marketing. I think prioritization is key. Right now is a great time to really make sure you're nailing down your ICP, right, your ideal customer profile, and you're really focusing on those potential customers who are going to give you um, the greatest um, gain for your business. So. Obviously, there's a plethora of data out in the market. Use data. Use data to segment your account list. What are the accounts that are doing in-depth research, right? Prioritize them in your demand gen efforts, but still look at that total addressable market of potential companies who may not be in market now and foster and focus on, um, you know, starting to foster that digital relationship with them. Um, once a company enters your pipeline, obviously nurturing those those accounts and contacts is really important, not just with emails, but with digital activity to help them progress through the, the full funnel. And then, you know, the other thing, and, and we're seeing a lot of this with customers right now, yes, you have to go generate the white space and, and net new customers, but there's also a big focus on existing accounts and how can we cross sell, upsell those existing, uh, existing accounts? How can we be more efficient that way? So again, don't stop engaging with that under, uh, upper funnel activity against that total addressable universe. Think multimedia, think multi-sensory experiences, but then really hone in on those demand efforts when you're seeing those signals at an account level. And um, and that's the beauty of digital these days, right? You can get highly targeted against your account list, your audience profiles, um, even with all the regulations in the market. Um, yeah, and then the final thing I'd say, Lucy, is first-party data it becomes really, really essential here in building out those first-party data sets. I want to circle back to something you said at the start, which is that, you know, getting buy-in for full funnel marketing starts at the top. But how can marketers go about convincing the board who may be a bit apprehensive during something like an economic downturn when they need to see they need to see results and full funnel marketing may not have that immediate impact. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one, right? I think data is extremely critical here, right? You can't, you can't just tell the, the board or your shareholders, oh, trust us, it's the right thing to do. It'll, you know, here's a survey from five years ago that shows this, right? You have to demonstrate the impact of those upper funnel spends on that bottom uh, funnel activity. So again, the beauty of um, the technology now are there are ways to um, correlate the impact of that upper funnel activity on that bottom of funnel activity. For example, we can you know, run a highly targeted campaign to an account list via connected TV or, or podcasting and using the right advanced analytics and tracking, we can actually see the impact of users exposed with that type of media on things like search engagements and search conversions. And then assuming that um, you know, you're, you're connecting things like Google with your CRM so you can do true um, you know, full funnel optimization, 
then you're starting to build that full funnel path to conversion. And you're starting to demonstrate that the impact of that upper funnel activity on that uh, bottom of funnel activity. And there's a lot of different techniques you can use from looking at the volume of users searching on your brand to getting into some of those leading and lagging indicators we talked about. I also think, you know, traditionally that upper funnel activity, it's, well, let's do a pre and post awareness study and aided versus unaided and look at that impact. No one has 12 months to prove the value of that upper funnel activity. So there's some amazing platforms out there. Uh, we use one called Blue Ocean. There's some others and they help um, give you a health check on your brand relative to your competition. And they also help show you some of these indicators. So, um, you know, there's no one solution to this, but there, there is enough data available if done right to start to prove the value of this um, that, that you can then take to your board and, uh, and show them why this stuff's really critical. Mm -hmm. And what would you say a successful full, full funnel marketing strategy looks like? And do you have any tips and tricks within Just Global that you can share with our audience? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I don't, there's no one size fits all for customers. Everybody's has different offerings. They're in a different market position in those things, but there are some basic fundamentals that, that uh, marketers and brands can follow to be successful. And really to me that it all starts with insights, right? It all starts with insights and really understanding your audience and then focusing on what's important uh, to them. And, and then it makes ensure your messaging reflects that, right? Like what are your solutions? What are the pain points you're solving? What are the opportunities you're opening up versus focusing on your product and product features, et cetera. So, you know, that, that kind of understanding those personas, building that messaging house is really critical. And then I, I, it's really about how do you build a unified audience strategy, right? Full funnel should not be a bunch of disparate random acts of marketing, right? You need to build a targeting strategy using data that delivers a seamless experience for, for your customers from first touch when they're just figuring out their business needs through the purchase process, nurturing them once they're a known prospect, all the way through to a close one deal. And then you can't stop there. You have to keep marketing to those existing customers. And so all of this needs to be multi-channel, multi-sensory, right? Memorable video and audio, short form content, snackable content, deeper content, free trials if you're a SaaS brand, right? There's so much noise out there. You have to go compete uh, against that noise, not just your competitors, but all the noise out in that world. So, you know, you really, um, you know, you really, it's not easy these days to deliver on full funnel. And certainly there's a lot of associated ABM and account-based marketing um, techniques that go against this, against this as well. But, uh, but ultimately, it's about understanding those audiences, having a unified strategy, and then, of course, uh, a really strong measurement framework, right, that can be both um, in platform as well as cross-channel. I love that, not focusing on just your competitors, but focusing on competing with the noise. I think that really sums up kind of everything marketers are facing at the minute. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not an it's not an easy job. And you know, as human beings now, we're hit with so many messages across so many devices. It's it's like touches every one of our senses. And 
Uh, but hey, if you're going to be a successful marketer, um, you need a strategy that's able to to address that, right? You can't just buy a platform or you can't just, you know, go generate leads. You really have to think holistically about how you're engaging and building those relationships with the audience like we talked about, Lucy. Amazing. And, you know, we've spoken a lot about the role of full funnel marketing during a recession, but that goes without saying that that's not all that it's good for so once we come out the side of the other side of the economic downturn what role does full funnel marketing play and how can marketers ensure that they continue to focus on it and continue to push it to the top of the agenda yeah um well so the beauty of full funnel marketing is it works no matter what the market conditions right i think the the big thing is uh, and the big message we're telling clients is don't abandon it in this market, right? I think uh, there are a lot of companies that really do understand this importance of full funnel marketing, engaging at upper funnel, right? Before someone becomes a known prospect through uh, through the, the lower funnel marketing activity, uh, but don't abandon it in this market. When you engage with your total addressable market, right? The, the, the critical companies and brands that are relevant for your product or solutions, when you engage them with upper funnel activity, it accelerates the conversion rates down funnel in those accounts who are in active buying mode. So again, like we talked about, marketing plays a more critical role in the purchase process and the buying process than ever before. Yes, sales is essential. Sales teams are essential, but marketing must play that role in building relationships more than ever before. So, you know, you have to think about, um, like we talked about, think about anything you purchase these days, like so much of your experience with that brand in in, in that uh, process is not uh, physically engaging with a human being or with the product. It's done, it's done digitally. So, um, you know, Lucy, it's a different world and marketers really need to think about this new generation of buyers or get left behind, whether we're in a bear market, a bull market or whatever market we're sitting in. Amazing, really great stuff. And to wrap things up, what what's next on the cards for Just Global going into 2023? Yeah, so, oh, 2023, it's hard to believe it's 2023 already. Um, for Just Global, we are, look, we're really focused on just helping customers build extraordinary business relationships. That's what we're about. And, um, and our teams are around the world where every single one of them is really dedicated to staying at the forefront of this market, right? How can we help customers deliver those deep B2B buyer insights for customers? How can we help them build standout experiences and delightful creative that helps activate those accounts and those buyers? How can we build amazing media experiences through those central audience strategies that engage and, and move and convert audiences? And how can we stay at the forefront of this next generation measurement uh, with, next, with uh, advanced analytics, right? To really start to prove out that value of that full funnel um, activity. And, um, you know, we are, we're going to continue to be B2B all the time. That's what we do. That's what we live and breathe. We love being independent B2B specialists in this market. 
And um, yeah, it's going to be a really exciting year. Well, it's going to be incredible to see what um, AI tech like GPT does. I don't know if you've played with chat GPT or Dolly or any of those things, but that that that's going to be really interesting to watch. It's going to have a big impact on the marketing world. And our teams are already very engaged with these technologies. So yeah, Lucy, 2023 promises to be an exciting year. And uh just Global plans to do everything we can to help customers navigate the waters out there. Amazing. Rather selfishly, I hope the chatbots don't take over. Otherwise, I think I'll be looking for a new job. <laughs> they, no worries. They are not going to take over, but they can help. They can help your job, right? And help make things easier on you. That's how that's how we're looking at them, right? Use them to generate ideas, but nothing's going to replace um, hum, human intelligence. Yeah, I think I have just watched The Matrix, so that's probably right. <laughs> okay, hopefully great. we're a few years off from that. We'll see. Yeah, well, hopefully. Anyway, well, I think that is the perfect place to leave it. So thank you, Brandon, for taking the time to speak with me. And thank you to our audience for tuning in. To find out more about Full Funnel Marketing, click the link in the bio to read the full report. And thank you and goodbye. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks, B2B Marketing. Cheers. Thanks.